It's fall, which means out with the old and in with the new. Comedian Lana Turner joins us from the podcast The Perfect Ten to talk about relationship revelations from A's session with a psychic, lessons learned from recent breakups, and the power of moving forward. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome Welcome. to episode 114. All right, because sex isn't ever just about sex. That's what we're, that's why we have a whole show talking about sex. Oh my God. You can have thousands of episodes. Come on. People are always like, but don't you run out of things to say? No. Never. (laughs) No. (laughs) Honey. (laughs) There's always some new lesson around the corner. Even when you think you know it all, you're like, how did I end up in this scenario? Which is exactly what I'm asking myself right now. (laughs) Maybe it's something, you know, cyclical. Like, I think we like to think there's always just... There, there is always moving forward, but there is also like a, a circle, right? Like planet Earth goes around the sun Shiva, and the then we have a destruction. year. She must be present. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, well, and like within the year, it's like now it's fall. I feel like I'm like shedding the skin. I'm moving into a new phase. People that I hung on to for years are moving out of my I life. Just, and God, I can't believe. I mean, when you guys said that topic, I'm just like, are, did you just jump into my head yes i meditated this morning and i was meditating on you and, <laughs> and i'm you like what to talk to lana about this, like this is it this has been my year <laughs> yeah there's been a total metamorphosis to this year and like the yeah. shedding and yeah oh my god yeah so yeah i hear you and for me it's also like post burning man if you was it was two episodes ago was burning man Anyway, yes. my life <laughs> post Burning Man. Uh, Time doesn't exist anymore right. after Burning after Man. Bur- so no, I'm serious, you guys. Like, I'm like, I'll tell you about it. But it's like, I wait, I wrote a quote down from Burning Man. I heard it on the radio at their, they have like their own station. And it was, um, time only exists for as long as you need it. And it really resonated okay. with me. Oh, it was, I know it's like obscure, but it, it was like, it's like you, you only keep time when you need time to be in your life and when you're not worried about time time doesn't exist you mean, right like you don't man. feel time oh, God. i feel like i am constantly feel... thinking about time because i've well, got young kids, kids. Yeah. so everything's kind of got to be scheduled they've got school that morning like we can't have tardies which <laughs> sucks because i'm not naturally like that i want to <laughs> you're I a wanna, flowing artist yes yeah. i don't want to i don't want to be like held accountable to a bell right Mm-mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like that quote. Except it, yeah, it doesn't exist in my realm. <laughs> That's why you need to come to Burning Man yes. next year, and we'll have a week of people no time. bring their kids. And I, I do think they. That, I was yeah. wondering about Which, that. You know what? It actually to me it seemed like the most stressful thing in the world. I could barely take care of myself at Burning Man. Like I couldn't imagine. Oh. Yeah, don't you want to like do drugs and be crazy at Burning Man? Isn't that you know, the whole idea? The, and there's a lot of crazy, right? That's there's a good a, point. If but, maybe but useful crazy, revelatory crazy. Maybe right. you want to treat. Artistic. Yeah, yeah, right. and maybe you want to treat yourself to that freedom. So find like right. a babysitter. Just go by <laughs> <laughs> you know, just for you, your first year. But maybe once they're you know a certain age, you want them to experience it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'd assume that the parents that are taking their kids there, take their kids there a lot, and the kids that's part of their kids' life and their and who their kids are. So it's yeah. not abnormal for them, right? So. Yeah, it's sort of integrated, and also you know, one one the the ones I was thinking of, they are young children, like they're seven and 
10 infants there yeah there were yes yeah another friend i know they brought their like kind of one-year-old baby Mm -hmm. um but another friend had their you know their 16 year old daughter and i i felt like i had like a love bond with her and i was like (laughs) let's go we like rode around everywhere together and just had these really great conversations and i think it was a revelatory experience for her i mean maybe i need to to take the kids then yeah take the kids and go to burning man yeah i've always wanted to go so i need to make a, a at some point i need to make that journey yeah, yeah. well Seems and like well anyway we i feel like we'll not to digress too much yeah, but i know because we did all you can oh yeah we already did there's, there's, yeah you can listen about it already to the show but but something that's surprising is that drugs are not actually openly consumed in nevada there's still like legal law there are cops undercover all this so there isn't as much of a like public bacchanalian you know, offensive it's kind not of like it's raining ecstasy. Yeah, and, right. and so your children are kind of sheltered from the public, public. The, the gathering of, of the juggalos is just drugs. Yeah, and <laughs> well, and also like at, at most, like your kids will probably see nudity, right? Which is actually just fine, right? right. Like it's so There's it's not like wrong with that. Oh, that person's mind. you know fucking in the corner. It's like no, I didn't see anything like that. No, you know? n- nudity doesn't even phase me. In fact, my my daughter's been asking to go to the Wee Spa. Because oh, yeah, oh, yeah. a lot of mothers and daughters go there. Yeah, and that's nice. And, she, and well, a good girlfriend of mine, she's Korean, and she takes her daughter there all the time, and they're good friends. So she wants to go. And I, I said it's going to be very naked, and she's cool with it. So Yeah. And I would also recommend it's smaller, and women only is um, the Olympic Day Spa. Right. I've heard. I, I haven't it. been to. I've been to another. I haven't been to Olympic. But yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a cultural issue. Like I was surprised. Sorry, for those listening, there's a the big Korean day spa culture here yes. in LA, which is fabulous. Oh, awesome. Well, I went to the like, They have a mugwort a tea spa. Like jacuzzi, which is Ooh, great for women's uh, reproductive systems. So you go. Maybe we should all girls go. Let's go to it. It's open twenty four hours. Uh, okay, it totally is. Yeah, we're like go after the show. Yeah, <laughs> get a scrub and get all warm. Yeah, I love it. Oh my I, God. I had a weird moment where my mom. I, I was like walking around. We were in a hotel, and I was like walking around naked. And so she was like, Christina, she's like, put on some clothes. And I was really surprised Wait, how old by were you? it. No, this was like a few years ago. Oh, like I'm as an adult, and I somehow like made she her was uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, and I was really surprised. My mom was always comfortable walking around naked. And I yeah, just remember that giant bush all the time because she was, you know, <laughs> yeah. she's so natural because yeah, her generation didn't clean it up. Right. So that's all I remember about my mom all the time, just naked and bush. Yeah, it yeah. kind of felt like a reversal because I remember my mom being kind of naked in my youth. So then I, I was like, well, what? Like, I'm just I'm just doing what you did. Like, right. She doesn't want to see it. She's like, you're yeah, maybe. a woman. I, well, maybe it's changed with age or something. Yeah. Like know. it was it was funny. Anyway, just interesting when like. Or maybe you were a kid then. So that's OK. And now you're a grown adult. And yeah. I feel like that was a okay. little bit of like she wasn't sure how to respond to it. And I was like, I don't know. You're my mom. Yep. Mama like birthed me. Like I'm going to hug you naked. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's, it shouldn't be too. I don't know. I've never walked around naked in front of my mom. Like, so. Give me a naked hug, mom. <laughs> She's all, oh, get away from me yeah well we talked about this i gave her a vibrator for christmas really yeah so you're super close with your mom i am well we've had open conversations and she's had some like relationship frustrations and i was like i was like this is how i handle it was that her first vibrator yeah oh how yeah how sad <laughs> that she never had a vibrator though but how beautiful that she has one now right I know. it's never too late to get one yeah Jeez, louise though like i I'm like 
I gotta use it, one every day. Okay, it does make me masturbation lazy. Yeah, we are di- totally digressing. Yeah, and, we are. And we, we have to. We yeah. need to introduce you. We have to no introduce you properly. And <laughs> yeah. failing. I mean, we are failing. We have to derail. Right just, uh, this is what else do you need to know? Then I use a vibrator every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Her name on. is Gossipy. <laughs> you know, she's on yeah. social media. Blah blah blah. Vibrator. Gossipy ladies together. We all have so much to say. I told. I told T. I'm like, we. I need to make sure this is not digressed into gossip on course <laughs> we're talking about out with the old in with the new okay we lana have a topic. turner i yes i want to i want to just confirm so lana is spelled with an h so it's l-a-h-n-a-t-u-r-n-e-r if you take the h out lana spells anal backwards so that's how you can remember l-a-h-n-a-t-u-r-n-e-r and that's how you find me everywhere online website yeah twitter facebook all of it just yeah. Lana Turner. And you have a really fun podcast as well. The Perfect 10 Podcast. Right. So and yeah, check that out. Been around for a while. Great comedians, that kind of thing on the show. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. And you do stand up. like I do. I have a one hour special. It's currently not on Hulu. That's where it's been hosted. But there's been some rearranging with the distribution Ooh, company. Out with the old and the new. Yes. <laughs> but it is available on like Amazon and iTunes currently. And oh, I've great. got lots of content on my YouTube page and such. So like, yeah. Yeah, I saw find. like the Inside Out videos. Yeah, did you like it? <laughs> well, and you do um you're actually do a lot of music in your comedy as well i so do musical we're comedy gonna have a have you do a song for I'll us a little do later it out right? with the old and with the new song for yeah. sure here's a little teaser of that song right now i loved you more than all the tea in china but i'll forget that when he's pounding my vagina <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to stay tuned and listen to the whole song at the end of the show it's fucking hilarious our topic. Our topic. Hey, <laughs> you had you had a psychic session. Well, le- yes, yes, I did. That that created some revelation, and I've also been like shedding the skin of people that I've kind of kept ties to that were somehow sort of emotional support. But I'm like, I'm growing into a new chapter, and I think growth and change can be so scary, but yeah. inevitably we grow more, right? You and if you if you're challenged by something, whether it be getting rid of somebody or whatever in your life, then you're going to grow from that, right? Yeah. It's going to it's going to push you in a different direction, no matter what. Yes. Yeah, so. so my eyes were open, like. Uh, again it was after burning man i had to set i had scheduled this session so i i'm okay so let me first of all before you all turn it off because i said that i had a psychic session um, (laughs) let me just say that i'm privileged in that my my um dear friend and ex-roommate Stuart, who's been on the show his mother has been in media for decades and she is now um one of the premier can we uh, plug her work? We can actually. Her name is Regina Meredith, and she hosts. Uh, she hosts. She had her own um, online network for uh, media, and now she's um, hosted by Gaim TV. So Gaim does all the yoga videos and yoga. G a y u m Gaim. No, G a i m. Okay, I think Gaim. G a i a m Gaim. Gaim. You know, like Mother Nature. Anyway. Oh no, I don't know. Yeah, so, so like the Indian word. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> But they do interviews with all like, you know, alternative everything, politicians, healers, all of these stories. But it's it's really beautiful and interesting information. So she meets all these really provocative uh, professional experts. experts, people and also psychics and healers and all this stuff. So I get funneled them, you know, through like, yeah, so like she'll have a session with someone and then her son will, you know, Stuart, my friend, and then it filters down. Right. So <laughs> these are the premier healers and visionaries of the world that I have access to, which is amazing. So I had a session with this one woman, um, Taylor Kirkpatrick, and um, 
Is this your first time actually to ever be with us? No, no, no. Okay, so you've done this many I've times. I've done it. I've done it several times, but again with these really quality people. And right. I feel like I've, I've been in the presence of charlatans. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I had one experience. I met a guy actually at a bar in Spain and Barcelona, and we ended up walking on the beach with some friends smoking hash, and then he read my palm. And that was that's the extent of my readings. <laughs> but it actually was very profound and it felt very real and intense. And, and, the, and it was sort of the sky was like this blood orange. I mean, I remember the memory very well, but I don't I don't feel like they sort of are trained and licensed. And, you know, like you're I mean, trained right who's licenses. Like, I know licensed is silly, no, but I, I but meant I mean, I, meant, uh, ex- I think experienced is the word, right? So the more years someone has focused on it, I mean, it's like us doing this podcast. Like now that we're in two years, it's like the things we've learned and know we're kind of, you know, we're, we're quite yeah, I mean, knowledgeable I about our I, I guess, sexuality. You know, <laughs> people who are in that field, they get, I don't know, they write books, whatever. Okay, I, so know. you were saying. Anyway, so um, so she, she uh, has been trained since she was a kid. Anyway, she has this whole story. You can go find it on Gaim TV if you like. And... Um, but I had this session with her. Should I go into whole all of what she does? I don't, yeah. I don't know if it matters. No, yeah, I don't know. What, what did she's you learn? She's not the kind of psychic where, like, you know, crystal ball. She, but, like, she's she's like a medium where, like, she can, she She intuits up, your experiences? No, she op- she basically connects with you at, like, your deep, 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 true soul self. I've heard amazing and, stories about people who've been able to dig into another person and pull things out yeah. that you didn't even know were in there. And then it's like, well, well, so she so. has this conversation with like you, you meditate, you know, and you kind of go into this quiet space and she goes off on her own. And, um, and then, um, so she, she connects with like your deep soul self, whatever you would like to call that. And then she also connects with your guides and, has this whole conversation between all of you (laughs) Mm. and it's fascinating and also and then she also links it to specific past lives if they like if there are certain blocks coming up in your life that are really hindering you and um and then she they there she goes through a healing process with regarding that specific block that has come up and so what came up for me was a lot of stuff about the in our second session was a lot of stuff about relationships um, which I was going to share with you guys because it's Tell like totally us. opened my eyes <laughs> and literally us. like after a session with her, like after, so I've had two so far and after a session, it's like three days where I'm completely discombobulated and because well, you don't know what to hold on to anymore because she's well, yeah, disrupting all of like, the ties you've created. Right, yeah, but it's not even like, she, it's not even a, it, it's an energetic thing where like you don't, it's not like she's. Like, yes, my eyes are open, but it's this other stuff is happening in the background that I have no control over. And I, and soon after, like it's, you know, two weeks later, I, my life is fucking different because of the, everything that's changed. chemistry in your brain. I mean, like there's, you know, all these things are firing inside totally. your brain. So she's she's playing with that. Maybe. Totally. But I'm telling you, of all of the like I've, I've done a lot of body work and sessions and healing stuff and. I mean, profound, profound okay, so, changes. So, what okay, were sorry. the changes? So, <laughs> we believe you. Okay. Um, um, so, well, okay. So, yeah, I, I'd you like became to, aware of I some relationships of that were yeah, worn well, out. Well, yes, but I wanted to share why because if I'm doing this, I'm sure a lot of other people are too. So. I, I just want to no, I just think right now, what time of year it is, like there's a reason to take stock and kind of reevaluate our goals, our purpose, our, um, are we still be honoring ourselves and seeking out what we want in life um, at any age? 
you know? Right. Well, you always need to sort of take a step back and look at where you are and what you want to accomplish. And sometimes even just write things down and then you can go back to it and figure out, you know, just being goal oriented or whatever. But oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I think artists are not jotting down like whatever that impulse is in you, like what's on your mind. So, uh, do you want me to say it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we want you to say it and then we're going to have to take a break soon, but. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> but give give our listeners something to come back to. Okay, all right. So, so she said a few things, um, but and this all makes sense. So, um, but uh, one thing that I that I do is I I uh, I definitely I make excuses for people. Oh yeah. Okay. Which you know, I, we all do. But but it just so anyway. So remember um, my last lover that we had on the show, my only lover that we've ever had on the show. Uh-huh. So this <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Well, we broke up after Burning Man because that's yeah. what Burning Man does. It changes your life. Uh-huh. But um but yeah, but it's like it's, it's seeing like making excuses for people where like and this ties into this other thing where it's like like being in relationship with people because I uh it's like I'm in this service mode of I've I've actually been because I am a healer. I do body work and all this stuff, and and I've actually been attracting more clients and not an equal partnership thing. So I've literally been seeing like if I if I when I partner with someone, if they need healing in some way, like um, well I, I don't know, like all like the well, Italian, we all do whatever your all, emotional block do, is. But that's the thing. Like I see that we all need healing, sure. But so I partner with these people who need healing. And then because it's um, safe for you. It's like, I know how to do this. Yes. But then also, I guess the the problem is that I see that as healthy. It's like, oh, they need healing and I'm able to You're be there. You're a giver. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I'm able to be there for them. Therefore, this is this is a beautiful dynamic because I can right. I can help them and I'm supposed to help them because I'm here and I've been put on their path and they're on my take path. care of you, too. Right. Well, I yes, she's but not it, doing enough of that. But what I what I was realizing was that, um, it, yeah, it's like she said, she's like, you need to be careful because these dynamics are sapping you, really, because in the end, it sort of is a succubus kind of thing, which I never thought I would be um, naive enough to allow succubus sort of vampiric relationships in my life. I've been aware of that since oh. I was a kid. It's you know, so but- easy, though, because if you want to you want to like get that person's approval, so you give and give and give and give sometimes and you lose sight of yourself. But it's so subconscious because right. it wasn't even about approval. It's literally I had to, and I had to ask her. I literally had this mechanism, which was tied to this life as a nun or whatever, however you like some <laughs> psychological thing where I like saw myself as service and I literally my brain didn't see it that something was wrong with that you know and um right you you wouldn't notice the pattern maybe like yeah I, I it's like yeah I felt and and as long as I was getting uh, because I'm a very sensual person so as long as I was getting like sparkly emotion and getting swept off my feet yeah. and all this beautiful mm. love emotion yeah it's not like these are the like affection bad. and the attention I attract really beautiful people in my life that have really beautiful you know they you know on, like it seems like there's a lot that they're offering but on the but not they're not offering the depth that I 
really that you actually deeply, need. deeply crave and need. I think it's really interesting, Lana. I like that you use the word giver because I have these conversations with another friend of mine where, and we, I just had this talk as well. And I'll tell her, I'm like, you're a giver, and there are people. And I, if we're going to talk in binary terms, I'm like, there are givers and takers. I actually am a taker, <laughs> and well, and like, let me clarify. I don't think one is worse than the other. What happens is givers can manipulate as well because they give in a way that almost like makes the taker um, heal. Also, it's like a dom. There can be like a dominance. Well, can I just also? Go yeah. Let me no, no. So I. But so it's it's more like setting boundaries for yourself. Like I'm a giver, and I know that I have this tendency. So like I'm. I have to make sure that I'm receiving what I need. Also, and then like as the taker, it's kind of the same thing. Like if someone starts to fill my needs, mm. I don't pay attention to if they're really giving me what I need. Like I'm like cool. They're like they're showing up. In, <laughs> they're in doing these- everything for now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like great. That's the love of my life. And then you know yeah. And then I like look at them. I'm you know I really look at them and I go well this isn't actually what I wanted in a partner. This isn't actually serving me on a deeper level. Like, you know, it's so easy to paint those red flags white. You're just like, you're, just, <laughs> you're in the moment. You see this person that you're really connecting with and you're like, they're not incredibly flawed. I'm going to paint those flags with the right, you know, I'm not going to look at those. And then you find yourself months later going, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. Like, that wasn't the person I bonded with. Right. Because you were getting whatever it was initially. Well, and also your brain is just rapid firing because when you first meet somebody, you're just like, wow. Yeah. So excited. I do have to say, I feel like as the years pass and I kind of gain experience and wisdom, (laughs) I'm starting to see the signs. Oh, good for you. You're a smart girl. Thank you. That's a good thing. Yeah. A little (laughs) less enamored by the love trigger. And I feel like there's something about like the the mastery of your sex that allow that can set you free like a bit. Sexuality, yeah, like you yeah, like, because you're not blinded by the the by the act of of just the physical contact, you're, right? So you can get the physical contact and not stay and not feel like you have to be with that person. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's a good thing to get, like to own, right? Yeah. Right. And you're like, cool, this was a sexual experience. It's a very empowering woman thing to say, too, because women really aren't supposed to own their sexuality to that degree. We're supposed to nest and, you know what I mean? Like, just right. feel like he gave me an orgasm, to, but now I'm bonded, or somehow. I, or he took something from me. Now we're, we're a bond. Or, yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe it is anyway. I mean, yeah. I'm still, I mean, there are layers to investigate. Like, yeah. like I'm a, oddly, I'm a, we're getting a little more conservative about our, well, like, I, I was going to say, I'm on, on this other day. end of the spectrum where I, like, my sexuality is developing so, it's deepening so much where, like, when I feel like when I orgasm with someone, it bonds me so incredible because I'm surrendering my, like, really fully, like, surrendering myself in a way that I never have before, which is really, really intense. And so I'm, I am guarding my orgasms and like, I'm limiting, like I'm not like, I, that sounds a, like a shirt guarding my orgasm. Well, in the sense yeah. of like, yeah. <laughs> like on the bumper sticker of a car. Hey, fuck off. Like, I'm guarding my orgasm. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. I'm like, mine. I'm like, you yeah, don't yeah. deserve it. You like, gotta I, earn like, it. I'm, yeah, you gotta earn it. Earn like, my orgasm. Really, like I can give you a baby <laughs> orgasm, you know, but I'm not going to give you like my fucking orgasm, which is get like, ev- like it's energetically. Like I feel like it's so much. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking give that to you. You don't like, no, there it is. It's an exchange of energy. They're like energy yeah. fields. So, but, but I just want someone to give me an orgasm. 
That's what the dildo is for. Well, with the dildo. Yeah, that's what I do for myself every day. Yeah, I, which it's is a very healthy. World. No, but there are nights where I'm like, oh, I can't sleep. I'm like, oh, right. I didn't make myself orgasm yet. I'm in such a sad place, though, compared to you girls. Like, you have no idea. But I think that you have your break coming up. So we'll get to yeah, that. Wait, new well, let's beginnings. take our little break. Okay, and then great, I would love great. to. Yeah. Yes, let's hear from you. Okay, um, we'll check be- out. Oh, hold on. Check oh, yes. out Lana's work at Lana Turner. That's L A H N A Turner. Uh, all over social media wherever yeah, yeah. wherever you are from the perfect 10 podcast mm-hmm. and uh, where you, you girls will be yes yeah we're, we're going on pod swapping yeah we are pod swapping also um if you have questions for our advice show at the end of the month email us at advice at tatalksex.com or if you have any other comments you'd like to send our way we'd love to read everything yeah read you. them and you know check in with us okay uh well you're listening we'll to right tna back. talk sex i'm t and i'm a Welcome back to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And Lana, you just said that you're you're like, you're, we're in a good place. I feel like I'm a disaster. I'm like breaking up with everybody left and right, clearing relationships out. Yeah. Actually, old and in with the new I, is hard. My body was really hurting today. And then I did a check and I was like, wait a minute, I'm going on two weeks with no sex. And for me, we've talked in old episodes, like I get back knots. I get all like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fucked up. Like oh. I, have to, I have to like get some nuzzling loving in. And um, anyway, so yeah. You're going to feel so sorry for me. No. What's yeah, going on? My. Well, okay. So. That. Oh, my God. I'm, okay. So sexual history. I met my husband 18 years ago. I've been wow. with the same man for 18 no. years. Yeah. And not to but And like in a closed relationship. Like, yeah. like monogamous. I was monogamous. I can't speak for his monogamy. Sure. Because towards the end, I found some emails that made it questionable. Mm-hmm. But um, but I was always monogamous and very much supportive and wanted to be with him and only him. I wanted our life. We have children together. So I was very, but before him, this is where I'm going to blow y'all's mind. Okay. I only had three other sexual partners. I am a fucking virgin. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, seriously, like. But did you have, but okay. And this is a question. Do you feel that you had good sexual experiences with these partners? Like, were they? It was okay. Okay. No, but, I'm just curious, you know. But even sexually with my ex, like, it was not ideal because our our bodies are so different. Like, I mean, mm. he, he was very overweight. Like, it, he people don't expect us to be together. And I mean, it was just a, it just was not ideal. But I loved him and I wanted to be with him. And I always wanted him to get healthier. But sure. you can't want that for anybody else. And that's a whole nother story. Right. But ah, um, the giver and the taker. Yeah, <laughs> the, the reacher and the settler. But, there, but there's a receiver. It's not. Yes, I know. You're right. Taker. It sounds like a negative, and that's why I'm saying taker is a negative. It's the receiver. Receipt. Right. I should. You're right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm. I'm using the word with more nuance to it, you know, which I guess is receiver. Of, we had a lot of give and take early in our relationship, and it was lovely. But I mean, he got pretty sick about six years ago, and everything changed in our relationship. And I can talk pretty freely about it because he was on Facebook the other night, just blah, barfing all over it so oh, i'm not go. gonna free reign yeah it Ooh, really congratulations is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nothing like freedom more material <laughs> yeah i know 
God. But we've been in this divorce situation. Like, he filed for divorce. Get a fucking divorce. It's okay. We can do this. But it's gotten ugly. And it's mm. it's just a pain in my ass. And we're probably going to settle in Tennessee. Tennessee is kind of strict about what your vagina does while you're still married. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of really those states. conservative. What? Yeah, California doesn't care what you do with your pussy. You can be married, not married. There's yeah. no, there's no, it doesn't matter. There's, a, there's sorry. It's so a no like, fault state, California. But Tennessee does it. Cla- a so, number of states, even New York, Louisiana. I mean, they all I'm have sorry, weird laws. Can you clarify this? What do you mean? Yes. So you guys are, so you're separated, but not technically divorced. We're not divorced yet. So Which Tennessee, means that you can't have sex. It's, it's, right. Why? That's, well, you're you fighting over legal issues well, in court. So as it bad. stands right now, yeah. he has not... Um, maintain that so in tennessee it's like in my favor apparently and i don't even want to fucking deal with this shit i just want the marriage to be over like it's just it's done right we're not together anymore we're not even talking anymore so i just want it over with but um so but that you can have sex i should <laughs> i can i guess i should <laughs> quietly so, so that you can but, grow yeah no i mean i just feel like at this point my vagina eats my underwear all day long and i'm just <laughs> constantly alone but i i haven't met the right guy yet either like i kind of need to be eased into the whole thing and i'm yeah i'm working on that but it's wait meet right guy for like a lover or for like the uh, right whatever guy. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would guess I, I a just, nurturer who right like it's like you're coming from this dynamic where you need someone who is understanding and well, listening and supportive attentive. it's so ugly yeah. in the actual divorcing process that and i have i have two young children and i just want to make sure that if, when we're finally through this mess that i've taken the best care i can of them because they're solely my responsibility i he hasn't this seen point, them yeah. in 6 months like they are my children that i have to watch out for and i'm trying to keep the financial stuff on the rails for them too because good lord i mean i have to take care of them it's scary but when we talk about new beginnings when he first filed i was devastated i went i literally could not stop crying right around the clock because i thought oh my god i had all these plans i had this sort of life figured out for myself and our future and what it was going to look like and now it's completely different and it was devastating and talk about a change i am so happy to not be married to this person anymore not because i didn't love him not because i didn't want the best for him and i but because i'm kind of free of it now and it's so good and then i took all that horrible shit that happened and i made art from it so i right after he filed i partnered up with a friend of mine who is one of the former producers uh, or um, executive like a head of um, the music division at warner brothers this guy um norman arnold who's now one of my dearest friends and he he recorded um a 10 song album for me and then another wonderful friend of mine um this guy joey g in florida he's a comedian and a producer um hooked me up with sales university which is a film school in orlando and they did a film project with me over the summer where we took all 10 songs and made a visual album and you know beyonce's lemonade yeah Mm -hmm. so mine is limeade it's a comedy visual album that's amazing about the end of my marriage and it's so good i when he first said a university project i thought it was going to be like kids with cameras on sticks right but it was I'm not even exaggerating. I think I got a quarter of a million dollars in production. Oh my wow. god! We Just had, with the equipment and everything, it was incredible. I had a, I had sound stages. 
I had back lots. I had, they shot the footage on a camera that they use for the Oscars. It's like $3,000 wow. a day. Mm-hmm. To rent I'm taking notes. So this no. is yeah. your, your sales, sales, full sale, full sale university in Orlando. I mean, they, wow. and, well, and cool. the universities are looking for inspiration and need Projects. kind of these mentors in a way, because you're also this accomplished comedian that has, you know, so much to offer. It was so funny because when I met the director, he goes, before we decided to do the project, we made sure you were Googleable. So I had enough, <laughs> enough of Google-able. a presence, you know, my MB, IMDB page or whatever was exists and all that kind of stuff. So they, they went for it and the, and the project is so solid. That was the other thing, like the, the of music. A clear vision. Yeah. I mean, the, and the music is so good. Like I've done other music albums in the past. You guys can check them out on, on iTunes and stuff. Like I, I have great, and even my special, really solid music, but nobody's recorded me on the level that Norman did. It was just so good. And there's actually, I've never even talked about this yet. We did a soft release of Limeade. So if you guys want to check it out, it actually is available. But we <gasps> haven't really, just of the of the music. I okay. haven't really been talking so, about it though because I haven't had an official release yet. So we'll talk about official releases on this thing. I uh, like that. <laughs> but it's been really, like we're talking about new development. I never, so I was in this like, marriage where I was constantly afraid because he got so close to the brink of death and nothing was changing like nothing was moving forward 11 hospitalizations and visits to rehabs and five years and I'm just sitting there in a in the fetal position scared to death what's going to happen there's when you know what's going to happen this is not going the right direction yeah and all your attention and energy is going going into into this relationship and now I can focus on myself and and it's it's been a really remarkable year and it still hurts but right. i'm happier yeah so that's beautiful permission thank to you for grow sharing that. Yeah. yeah thank you you know i have to say like when you were when you talked about like the the like when he served you and and like served you with divorce and you were just distraught and everything i got fucked up i totally really so uh, um it reminded me of my breakup with Stuart, who is my roommate who's been on the <laughs> show a couple of times so he, um we're totally best friends he's like a brother but he and i dated for like almost seven years and um and like had businesses together and this whole <sighs> thing you know and i'm You're like, married seven years yeah, together pretty, sharing yeah, a business totally, yeah. you know and and it's i almost was common law right I think, it's, I think it might be at seven or was it 10 yeah. years common law i don't know 10 and then um, we talk about i feel like we have a little marriage too now it's like if we <laughs> separate yeah. no separating i can't do with exactly. separation i'm like oh but um but when so what happened was uh yeah i was like 27 or so at the time you know and 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 when he had mentioned you know separating I was, I turned into an animal, like in this, like I was so emotionally fu- like distressed and like just, just fucked up, totally fucked up. I've never been like that in my life, you know, but um, like a complete loss of control. You're like, where yeah, am I? Yeah, Who am like, I? It, where am I going? Which for me, you know, where, you know, trying to like you're practicing awareness and this and that. <laughs> and it was like, like, I remember the day, like we were in the car and it was raining and I like had him pull. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, so angry. And like, you know, I had this life and we were going to do this. Right. And you're you're like, your whole future. You're breaking this yeah. whole thing, like totally freaking out. And he like, Stuart, he's amazing, was just calmly just like letting you know like it's he like just knew him. i had to let it out let it out let it out I, but you know what and i was it's like agreeing okay. to smash the ming vase like i just I know, picture like the right. golf club to the ming vase being like this is done but yeah I, but so what i but and then for me afterward it was like the beginning of my life was it yes it was six months of the mm. darkest time of my life because what happened was i realized that he was my security blanket and i was hiding from the world in a big way in this relationship Aww. and so by him ending it it was the biggest favor he could have ever done because i, I would not had- i would not 
not have had the strength to to get out on my own. Not that it, it wasn't bad. He's a lovely, oh, amazing person, right. but but like I wouldn't have had to have the strength. I wouldn't have had the strength to envision my own life. Right? You know no, what I, mean? I would never have left. I, he he literally had to. Even after, I mean, I was. Oh God, I'm almost embarrassed to say. Like I would have done anything at any point in the course of our, even our separation to try and repair the relationship. He literally had to stomp me out 10,000 different ways in some of the most fucked up ways. Like, mm. I mean, I've been fired from gigs. Wow. He's, I mean, it's insane. Like I've been, it, it took him doing just horrible stuff for me to go, okay, all right, I get it. I'm, I'm done. done. Okay. And I guess, and, and honestly, I feel the same way as you. Thank you. I mean, if he yeah. if he ever hears this, thank you because I can be happier and I can be strong and I can have my own shit and it, it feels really good to recognize that. I think so. I it's so funny, guys, because I think we all can uh, like I had the, a similar. We have this shared experience. Can I ask her a question before? Yes. Are you going into yours? Well, just I was just gonna. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your question. <laughs> I know. I just I had it's this shared common experience, and sometimes I wonder if it's like a f- woman thing. But I I also was in this relationship where I ended up kind of getting to use him as a shield and then I and then it was almost like in hindsight I look at it and I go he was pushing me away and I think from the outside people wouldn't see it that way and they'd go well you were doing these things you opened the relationship you you as in me like, yeah <laughs> you yeah. were trying to get out yeah like like well people would look at it like I was trying to get out but we I'm going do things sometimes we're not even aware of their subconscious like makes us choose the wrong person be, but they're right for us because you really don't want whatever it is that you, you think really you want, want. Yeah. yeah well but I think eventually I pushed I think he I think he was actually moving away from me and creating a, a structure that that forced us apart in a way that needed to happen actually you know and it's it's painful to admit that it is painful because it's like yeah but I want I also wanted to build that life and sometimes there's regret going Mm -hmm. could I have done it differently but I had to walk through that forest to to grow to understand myself better yeah I don't I mean I was just gonna say I don't think that well and as women like and just in in relationships we kind of build this life like my parents were always together I watched my grandmother go into the tomb like next like she's laid next to my grandfather both my grandparents like so you kind of like build this ideal of what it's supposed to look like and it's a bunch of crap we're not (laughs) supposed to be together forever like I don't I mean I'm happy that some people are able to make that work I thought I'd be able to make that work yeah but But you you know we have different phases in our lives we have different people in our lives for different reasons and we go through things with one person for a while and then maybe you're supposed to go through something else with another person yeah and I think it is more it's a you know you bring it's like it's almost like we each have our own journey. It's it's hard when you're. I mean, it's just hereditary, right? You're raised, right? And so right. When, whenever you're, ra- you yes, of course you're you're going to. It's human nature. You s- grow up understanding that this is the way the world is, but it's mm. but um, it's not. You know what the reality it, but is? Never. It, the reality is our own journey. No, we're on our own. Right. Totally on our own. <laughs> and my advice. This is advice that I never would have taken when I was in my marriage or relationship. Ladies, get your own fucking bank account. And he doesn't need to know about it. Just make sure you put some cash aside because when the shit hits the fan, if you're not like fully in control, and I mean, unless you're the dominant breadwinner, because here's the here's the beautiful thing about marriage and relationships: you build a life together. Like you give 
I gave up a lot of my own stuff to build his career because that's what we do. We Mm -hmm. support each other and you do what's sensible. So he was making a lot more money than I was. So it made sense for me to support his career and work for him and help him. Yeah. And I neglected myself and my career because why I didn't need to really. And I wasn't that concerned with it because we're building a nest together. Yeah. But when that shit doesn't work out, your fucking nest is on the other side of the country mm-hmm. and you don't have access to it. You'd be like, oh, I, I probably should have done some. This. Yep. Like throughout the just I, I hear that's a, a cultural thing, too. Like uh, some cultures, women are encouraged to keep a separate. I'm oh, talking, interesting. There are cultures. That I, yeah. You know, I would, I would go even further and say that I think it's necessary. I feel really strongly, actually, about it's necessary to keep your own identity. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know about this whole I'm going to give like our friend from Burning Man um, was having this issue also in her marriage that she was yeah, going through yeah. where it's like putting your own stuff aside to support the greater cause. And I'm like, well, that's what you do know. in a marriage, especially when you have know. children, well, because yeah. you, you put the kids into the mix. Now, one person's career is taking off and doing yeah. better. So the other person sensibly defaults into 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 the uh, caregiver mode and that happens a lot in LA I I know a lot of dads who are the caregivers because the wife has the more accomplished career and that's just that's really common at my school right and you just that's just how it goes sort of it's like in the ecosystem of survival yeah but I mean, you need the supporter. It didn't work when the. Uh, but you're right about the supporter. Well, go ahead. No, what were you? No, the say? supporter drawing those lines. Like you have to be supported. Then, like you, like you are sacrificing well, real time. That's why there's divorce. That's yeah. why you pay fucking child support and alimony, motherfucker. <laughs> Stop fighting it, you fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I'm... That needs to be handled. That's why. That's why it's out there is because, yeah, yeah you need to be you... able to get back up on your feet. Well, and in that relationship... <laughs> Sorry, real... I digress. Did I no, say that? It's okay. Get it out. Oh. Get it out. No, I, I like that you're talking about <laughs> it because I sh- think... What is my chakra? Well, there's, there is a lot Fireworks. of um, anger around it, I find, in American <laughs> society. And they're like, and then I had to give half of my whatever to the, you know that hoe. And you're like, no, no, you were married for... 20 years. years what so, the fuck so indeed everything you built was to get yeah i, I actually feel pretty strongly about that no 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 i'm not i'm not <laughs> debating that i'm but this is a new beginning i have a question for you though like uh-huh. when you look back on how much you were fighting for the relationship as he was sort of sort of pushing you and trampling you and trying to get you out like do you do you recognize are you What's the question? How do you, like how to word it? Like, do you, are, are you, you pathetic? Yes. No, 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 no. I, I'm saying like in like for me in hindsight, it was like oh, I was so resistant because I was terrified of stand of like well change. being myself. Not even change. It was just I, I I was terrified to stand on my own two feet. Like, do you are are have you have you become aware of anything like that or were you just was it more just the image the image of the relationship that you really were holding on to oh my gosh I loved him so much like I just like I just it's hard to explain I just loved him so much and I had so many hopes for us yeah and I don't think in his heart that this was what he wanted either I just don't I just don't think so. But you know, whatever the, it was, like divorce or the relationship, the divorce in the yeah. end of the day, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he did, I don't know, but the, it was such a, so much chaos and so much sickness and so much shit that went down. And I just, I loved him so much and I wanted him so much to find his way to like, I don't know, this happy place. But does that make sense? I, so, I mean, I, I would have fought tooth and nail to try and keep it together, but at the end it, he, 
so it was just so destructive. It was so destructive. Yeah. There's so much stuff that happened, and I just, I just need to keep my space, and and I'm I can't be around it anymore. And 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 I, and I still I'm always going to love him. I mean, we were together for 18 years. We made two children together. I I can't look at my children and still not know that yeah. I, they were the result of this like wonderful love. It's just over. Right. So no, I'm glad he pushed me so hard. He had to break me, and you know. It, it it forced me to mourn because I couldn't have sat here and talked about it, you know, a year ago. I'd have been I'm been in devastated, but now I'm 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 happy to be moving on. The, so yeah, it's the new beginning. The yeah. reason that I use the word change when you're talking about the identity thing is because I think almost like a square is a rectangle, right? <laughs> it's sort of like to yes, the identity is is an issue in a relationship, but it's like to in my opinion, it's like resisting adaptation and like being in a new space um which can be an issue of identity like you like you're saying you've merged your life in a way so you're now being asked to create new meaning it's like what is your new purpose in life because you've been channeling all your energy into this purpose over here and now it's like I'm telling you, you have to create a new purpose. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, what? Like, no, I'm no. Yeah, like, I'm... What I'm, do I do with all this stuff? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, instead of um, creating for him, I've been creating for me. And right. that's the big switch. And I should have been creating for me the whole time. But I, I yeah. you know what? I don't yeah. regret creating for him because I was really good at it. And I made it. And, and we had a really good thing for a really long time. I And I don't think it's too late for me to do it. I, in fact, right. in fact doing it. because because of all the journey and everything I've been through, I'm so ripe for, for what I'm about to put out and I'm so proud of it. And if it, if it takes off and people identify with it, then awesome. And if it falls flat, then I just keep doing it because yeah. it's, it's what, you know, it's what you have to do. Yep. But we're going to take a mini break, mini break. Okay. And when we come back, um, I have a question about, um, Sex, sex. Oh, we're gonna actually people. we're gonna talk about sex. Is that okay? Oh, good. Can no, I t- want to talk about sex. <laughs> I need to talk about sex. I need a I have lot a, of. I ha- there's a mystery. There's a mystery for me <laughs> that I want. I, I'm, I I hope that you can solve. Okay, so okay. we're talking. When we come back. Yes, we're talking with Lana Turner from the podcast The Perfect Ten, and uh, you can find her at Lana Turner on all social media. Mm-hmm. Lana with an H. L A H N A T U R N E R. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, this is TNA Talk Sex. You can find. Um, well, if you would like to write in for our advice show, which is at the end of every month, advice at tatalksex.com. And I also just want to say thank you to everyone who's written us reviews on iTunes. We've seen our little numbers go up. It's Yay. been really... Congratulations. Yeah, Doesn't that feel good? So good. Yes. It's so awesome to hear what you guys think. If you have critiques, email us at advice at tatalksex.com. <laughs> but if you'd like to say something nice, please post it on the iTunes <laughs> review um, because it helps our visibility go up and lets people know that our content is compelling out there. So... Uh, we will be right back. Uh, we're talking with TNA TalkSex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're back with TNA TalkSex. I'm T. And I'm A. And uh, okay, so so um, we, we also wanted, because you're one of the first, I think, no, not I look. We've talked with all kinds of people, but a topic that's come up, I, I would gonna, say, no, in the I, last wait, few months. Wait, hold on. Let me finish my thoughts so that people oh. don't think I'm crazy. If married, well, I think you're woman crazy. who is married <laughs> who has had kids on the show. We haven't. I don't think we've had. We've had single young people. 
Oh no! Well, I, think, I think we've had experts and stuff who are like oh, have families. True. I mean, true, Sherry we, Winston, like, family no, woman. That, that's very true. But we didn't like they were talking about their b- books or con. You know, we didn't right. really get to get like personal with their with kids them. stuff. But yeah. now we have. There's you. not very many female comedians that have kids. That I mean, there are some, but it's a really it's it's hard to have children and and have the career. I mean, it just really is. It just yeah. It, well, because to get your yeah to get your legs whatever under you like strong right it's that's a lot of legwork in it, the in the comedy world and it's just hard to have it all in life i mean in general in any industry but yeah kids it it adds an additional burden but i'm so blessed that i have kids like i would never change that and it's it's part of my journey so i'm, I'm really i feel really blessed but yeah that's probably why because there are just aren't that many yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. yeah, okay, well, okay, so maybe you can solve, okay, solve this rule for me. I have my own suspicions, but, I, but I'm curious what you might have to say about this, but I have heard from my clients a lot, you know, I hear this story, um, or I heard this story that, that comes up a lot, where they uh, talk about, can I ask them, because I, I was, for a while, I was working on a project, and I was interviewing them, um, and they talk about you know, why they're coming, why they were coming to see me for central massage and whatnot. And, um, and they would tell me the stories about just sort of estranged wives where that, you know, they haven't had a sexual relationship or even intimacy really in so long. And I'm like, well, when did that, what? No, just, I wanted to add like that they are, that they still love their wife. They totally. still want to be in a relationship uh, yeah, even, and marry. And I'm like, are you still attracted or would you? And they're like, yes, yes, like, yes. I she just ha- doesn't, yeah. she's like not interested. And I'm like, well, what do you mean she's not interested? And they're like, she just doesn't want, she doesn't want to have sex or, or any intimacy. She's just all about the kids. And that's just, we're like roommates, you know? And this is, oh. this is like things, relationships um, spanning from, you know, sort of the you know younger parents where the kids are still young to like you know people have been married for who are like in their 50s 60s who this has been going on for like decades oh. you know and so um and they just become resigned you know and there's uh, you know some of them are more sad about it and others are just more accepting and they're like yeah you know so i pay women but it's, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm very but the the common thread in in these guys that are sharing these stories is that is this like it's like a f- switch like, like they feel no, they're neglected these, like they're not really needed anymore well yeah but mm-hmm. it's like it's like a switch uh, oh wait a f- is that I'm saying a switch flipped? I don't know. I'm just oh, screwing my brain up. A switch flipped in these women. It sounds like where okay, after so, they had kids, they just it was just like done. Like they just didn't want anymore. And I'm like, okay, but what are we asking? My Lana? question is, what like <laughs> do you do you do? You, what's your experience with this? Or do you hear right. this a lot from? Yeah, like, I think we're just curious about this the, age. Or yeah, the journey and uh, like well, what does a woman need? In fact, in this situation, I, can, I mean, I could say this when when you f- have a brand new baby. Well, brand sure. new you are yeah. exhausted and if you're breastfeeding it is incredibly exhausting and so it takes a lot of energy to give that much love to this new baby and be able to give a lot of affection to the man that that's also kind of a baby <laughs> i mean well, but we could argue like in my opinion it's almost like you just gave birth i i would think it's almost like the husband's um job to kind of bear that to help not burden that's not yes help like help with the load support well yeah like like he's now the sh- he is the sheltering framework almost like i'm here to support you while you're nurturing the baby i would say so i mean i think that there needs to be a lot of open communication right then because you need it you need to sleep and right. the baby's going to be up every few hours needing to nurse well, and, and i would guess your body feels pretty like almost 
not yours anymore do you feel that You're, like that's almost my fear like this it's like, yes. like I, tell us the other side. <laughs> i'm gonna tell you a few things that i don't want it to turn you off from having children but like if, when you first have a baby it literally wipes your brain like you can't focus i i, I can't i couldn't remember things i had done the week before because i think nature forces you to focus entirely on that baby i wow. i couldn't i'd performed my act two days before i gave birth back on stage 13 days later could not remember one word of my act. Wow. It was my brain. You were was on stage 13 days. 13 days after I delivered. What the Yeah, fuck? I had a gig. Um, cool. Oh my and I just, and I, I, that's how I did it after I had my first. My second, it was about two months before I was able to get back up. And I just never stopped because I, I didn't want to lose. When we yeah, talk about sure. losing part of yourself, I never gave up that part of my life because I really do need that. I love it so yeah. much. Um, but it wipes your brain. And I think I could, I can remember being able to, hear the baby's breath change from across the room and not be able to remember what I had for breakfast. Wow. Because you're just all focused. Nature forces you to just, this is what I have to do right now. And so, I mean, as far as getting busy with your husband, you're also, when you're breastfeeding, certain things happen. Like your vagina is not as, it it almost takes, um, it becomes like my, I remember my OB saying this to me, it it becomes sad (laughs) because it's not as, you're producing different hormones for the, uh. for milk. You're not producing hormones for sex. For sex, I say, oh yeah, all the energy is going there yeah, instead of there. She even made like that wilty, so long wilty face, happen? like the vagina's kind of sad. So, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that explains. Well, while you're breastfeeding, so, so while so, but you could be breast. So it, it depends on how long you breastfeed. Yeah, Six months a year. year. And I'm Something not an expert year, right? in this at all. This is just from my your personal experience. experience and, yeah. and my OB mentioned it to me. So then, yeah, you stop breastfeeding, things kind of, your hormones start to go back, and then. Yeah, but I mean, I my my sex life with my my ex was pretty pretty good pretty good I good I always wanted to have sex, but there were other things that were not times. Um, but that's a whole nother episode. Um, <laughs> but uh, but kids also require a lot of attention. So um, I mean, I've been the primary caregiver for my kids even while I was married. So like, if they were getting out of bed or if they were, you know, needing a bath or needing their books read to them at night that it was all me it was it wasn't a very it's just yeah and that's a whole nother issue i know some people who at least from the outside looking in have wonderful marriages where they the dad seems to like he's always throwing the ball with the kids and driving them to sports and and how's the sex life i i don't know but they're together (laughs) and they and she seems happy so i don't know i mean i'm not in their bedroom right you never that's another thing you never know what goes on behind people's doors i know that but i'm just i'm just so curious because i know i'm hearing this mm one-sided you know i know i'm hearing there and i try to you know i try to talk to the the, them and i you know i was like well certainly there's something that's missing here. Like, what are you not giving these ladies? Right. Because this is what, yeah. you know, a woman needs this and this and that. And he's, it's like, I think if it was a, if, if it was a workable formula, then there wouldn't be over 50% of marriages breaking up. And there wouldn't be so many sex workers employed. Right. <laughs> I mean, there, this is, this is part of it. I mean, sex is just one part of it. I mean, right. Yeah. Oh, here's, here's well, a, here's a major point a that I can make about that though. So she is a wife who's right now at home probably dealing with 10 different things, projects for school, you know, getting dinner made, this, that, and the other thing. And he's getting his dick jerked off by somebody else. That's pretty fucked up if I can comment on it myself without trying to judge. That's 
fucked up. So And so she's supposed to want him when he comes home? Well, I think it goes deeper than that in that, yes, okay, on the surface, that's fucked up. But on another level, he, you, like, you hear these guys' stories and it's sad. These women can be brutally cold and it's like if you're not getting and if they're not getting intimacy of like they they why should they be denied that period and not even just like getting their getting an orgasm but i mean even like is a he soft honest touch. about it did he say i'm going to get myself dr- or is he no. sneaking out but but right. i no, think I, but, I would like to see more honesty yeah, yeah sure but but let's be realistic and that mo- the 99 of the population here of couples yeah. women or men are not going to be able to handle honey i'm going to go that's an open well, relationship can i hold let me just finish you know i say it's still illegal technically so people have a lot of strong bias to it also but let me also just say that i feel like it goes deeper there probably is deeper resentment like if i'm sitting there and i'm doing all these chores with the kids right and he's even if he's at work it's like okay that's your own life no work's completely different than I, having another woman I, jerk you off no listen but, yeah, but no but listen but if i like if i'm sitting there and i'm doing all these chores for the kids and i'm here and i'm at the home and i'm da-da-da, and i feel like it's a one man band <laughs> like even if you are at work like great i would like to be at work too like i want my own life too like if i'm if i'm the sole bearer of burden at home like i'm not okay with that period i don't know you know what like, the, i feel the, like it would build resentment which would not make me want to be intimate which then you know, so then I'm not giving I, it to him and then he's going to go and get jerked off. Like, I think either way, this, oh, this brings me to my recent kind of revelation about like building memory, like a memory bank together. Mm-hmm. And so when you're developed, like your reality is no longer merging and you're living two different realities, yeah, basically. Right. And yeah. I think therein lies like this issue because I think as a woman or or a man, you can be v- fulfilled by taking care of the kids and at home. I was just going to say that that you know it's not the worst thing in the world to be at home with your children because you know what here's the cool thing about that the kids grow up and each phase I mean right now mine are seven and nine so I was like so blessed I got to be with them when they were babies and then and then they did do preschool so I had my breaks here and there and then I mean it's it, it, there's all different stages of that so having your partner go through those stages with you and have that open communication is great as soon as there's dishonesty in the marriage fucking give it up like if he's going and dishonesty being that sexual trust because i i feel like i mean the worst thing that somebody could do in a relationship and you know a sensual massage or whatever isn't going to bring home a disease but a guy Mm. that goes off and sleeps with or touches or whatever another woman and you've had that that promise between each other that and you know you may not know it but you know it. Yeah, sure, sure. You feel it. I, men and women seem to be quite intuitive in that way. Yeah. Can I... I have something I really want to say. May I? I <laughs> this is a, almost a no, debate. Is, yeah, no, it it's is a debate. Cool. This is good. I had, I just was, I just had sort of a mini revelation about um, what you're talking about with the being with the kids, in fact, feels very dynamic and, and, leans more towards a growth process so you like you're continuing to grow with your kids as they have these rich experiences and then I almost want to say the person the partner who decides to work I feel could actually become a little more routine and maybe they're depending on what they do for work right some work is more routine some allows for this like growth but but I could almost see these two different things where I'm playing devil's advocate, but I go, okay, this person who's got routine and kind of isn't always in this like growth process with the kids um I could see where they they don't they feel almost on the outside and so then there isn't that intimacy or that constant feeling of like new stimulation or like new experiences might seek out the physical physical affection to me is almost just like another like one manifestation of it. I don't know. I think I mean I think you go through your life and you make promises to people and you know those promises 
if you're not happy in the marriage or the relationship, get get out. Have a conversation. Have a conversation about it. Yeah. yeah. And if you've already communicated with her, look, I'd like a little more or whatever, this, that, and the other, there's always the option of taking the kids over to some place. If you don't have grandma and grandpa, you hire somebody for the week. You no, find a vacation. You go to Burning Man with them. You do something different. I hear you. And maybe they don't want to, but then that's the, maybe. But, well, here's that, the, but here's the thing. It's, this is, I'm hearing this on such a grand fucking epic scale that I'm like, oh, like there, the is a, there is a trend. It. There is a legit trend. And, and I, my Uber yes, driver. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I hear, I hear that I I understand and I respect promises. However, it seems like there's um, and this would take a sociological study on my part huh. of also speaking with the women, which I would fucking love to do. But huh. um, but there Starting I feel like there's a deeper trans. <laughs> well, no, because this is, doesn't apply because you, you're not in this. Well, you had intimacy with your husband. Well, sorry, you know I, mean, I mean, there was a whole nother level of like what was going on in our relationship. Like it it. it and then I, I'm not a relationship expert. Like I said, I haven't been with that many people, but my marriage and the sex life was different. It was just different. The physical, like the side, like we were just physically so different. I, But I love being with him. I really did. I loved because I loved him. And sure. I think he loved being with me because I think he loved me at least at one time. So, but... For sure, yeah. But if people aren't being fulfilled, like I, I have well, my strong I suspicions that he wandered out at, at some point and i just i think that's a huge violation like if there was something you weren't getting he should have told me because i'm down man i've been down for whatever and just want to right make- well uh, definitely communication for sure and if you have a partner who's open to communicate one thing i'm hearing f- that goes along with this trend is these women just they don't want to talk like they're just, like super closed they can't even talk about the sex or their sexuality well, but i think one of the reasons or- uh, and so I Sorry. guess what I'm saying is like, yes, I honor keeping promises. However, it sounds like there's a deeper, deeper uh, psychological and relationship transgression here where intimacy beyond sex, but like intimacy, intimacy, intimacy of like connection is not happening. And so then sex is just the physical representation of that, yeah, that lack vacuum. of intimacy. And I feel like that's what needs to be addressed. Well, but well, maybe not because you know what? That dude married that woman who was closed. Right. But, no, well, but I, I want to say no, no, no. But they're saying that it changed. They, they, she was not that. It changed person. when the baby came. Babies came and like, like the priorities. And, the, the, and everything shifted, and then they, even the you know like. But I can well, I say this is one of the reasons we have help. our show a lot, though. A lot of can these I? I just want to say like one of the reasons we do our show is because I think there is a vacuum around comfort with intimacy and sexuality in general so then i do think energetically they go okay well i have the child and and then this is my focus and people kind of shut down from intimacy which interestingly is kind of a subtle difference from just the idea of sex i don't i mean this is speaking from a mom's perspective here but it sounds like that dude needs to needs needs a mommy himself Mm. because you know he's like look at i mean i feel like a, a guy who sees his wife focusing in on his offspring that should be a major turn on in itself but these guys are not turned off from their wives they 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 are not turned off they actually are attracted they are attracted and they are totally open and want intimacy with him but the women are just shutting them out you know what i had a good conversation with my current lover (laughs) who has a child who's grown up and the partner and him are not together and uh and um and haven't been for many years but he was talking he actually had this great little breakdown of like 
how to bring your partner into a sexual environment. Like, so basically you've got the kid and it's overwhelming. And he was like, it's a three date process. <laughs> and he goes, he's like, the first date is, you know, the father takes the kids so that the mom can go out with her friends and like do what she wants to do to like tap into her vibe again. You know, right. he's like, then, you know, the next day, uh, Oh God, what did he say? I think it was the, I'm like forgetting now. Oh no, no. Oh, I'm jumped. I jumped. The first day is kind of for her to catch up on things. So I'm going to take the kids away. I'm going to take them for the day. You can do whatever you need to around the house. Kind of have a personal day for yourself whatever that means you lay it out do you need to go to the salon do you need to do paperwork you know like square away the home then the next day is the date with the friends he's like and then the third day you take you to go out you do something romantic you do you know whatever is going to be fun Mm -hmm. is it a concert is it you know the hike or you know something intimate interesting yeah and that that just allows for this nice ease into reconnecting And I think there can be like a desperation when you feel like you're not getting the attention you want or need, but you have to massage your partner into what, you know, your desire is. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, whatever it is that made her feel, honestly, I can say this too. And I really feel this. And I might, I don't know these guys' situations, but I can tell you if he's getting it from someone else, somewhere else, she knows it, she smells it, she feels it, and she's like, fuck you. So if he wanted to be more intimate with her, he shouldn't have gone out and found no, it anywhere but, else. But let me just say, because I, I am a defender of them, because I I, I recognize <laughs> that I am biased and that I'm hearing only their sides. But I, but one thing you're misunderstanding, and or not hearing anyway, because you're not hearing their stories, but they, like, it's... That is not the beginning of the problems. The beginning of the problems is being shut out intimately in the first place. I'm not place. saying it's wrong for them to go in and find I'm just saying you have to ask else. why. You have to ask yeah, why. Yeah, but if like, you want to work on the marriage, you want to be in the marriage, you want to be in the relationship, you don't go out and find it somewhere. Yeah, but the, can I say, it. to be fair, it's two-sided because look, I know I one of my a mother's friend, my mother's friend, she the woman who gave birth to two children is married to a man. She goes, I want to have more sex in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not into, I'm not into it. Maybe his hormones have dropped. He's yeah, a little oh, older. That happens. Yeah. What and about she's, the boner pills. Yeah. The, she's you can't super frustrated. And he actually said, he said, find a lover. He's like, I'm okay yeah, with that. Men are more. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but like, and she's like, Whoa, Some like that's effortful. It's overwhelming. I guess, I, you know, I just feel like I, 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 there's danger in subscribing to this, you know, like blaming the transgressor of the, you know, no, the guy no, no, who's no. like stepped outside the marriage. It's like, yeah, but again, no, there's I, a deeper I, issue going on The communication, on this one, look, when you, okay, I'm not saying that I don't, what people do is their business, okay? Like, I don't have a problem with whatever, okay? But what I'm saying is when you have a vow to be with somebody and that's your partner and you dis, and you go out with somebody else and you they, they fondle your cock, they yeah. are not... That is not an honest act within the vows of that marriage, okay? Sure. That's the only thing I'm saying. And I, you know what? The biggest issue I have with that is that you can bring something home to the marriage that you that, that woman did not expect. Like, herpes, hello, here yeah. it is. So, like, you took a vow to be with this woman. You don't want to be with that woman. And you've communicated that you're going to go and be with other people. And she's not okay with it. The marriage is over, right? Actually, or- can I say I had... And this was an issue. And I have to be honest myself. Like, I had fear around it. And I also my ex's parents ended up having kind of an open thing as well. But like, I think his mother also had fear around confronting it. But it was like, I agree. It's like, before you do it, it's in your benefit to say to your partner, you're not hearing me, right? I need intimacy. If if this isn't going to happen, then I may if if we could talk about it, I'm gonna have to seek it out somewhere right. else outside of this dynamic. It for me, I need it. Are you okay with that? Right. And, and then they and how do out. we go about it? And then and then I t- and then well, oftentimes but- they have this conversation with them, and then the women freak out and threaten 
ending the it's like well oh, but they don't they don't come no, to a more softer no. open place well no. but then that's then, then the, i don't know therapy holding him between a rock and a hard spot it's yeah, it is. But, but, but what but, i'm saying i'm talking about just having courage to do that because sure. i actually i did make the mistake of transgressing and so did my ex's mother make the, the mistake too because mm-hmm. we had so much fear around just saying it mm-hmm. and it's like if you say it and you say look i'm going to act on this because i'm not getting what it, you know it's like that's all there is although maybe in the state of tennessee it's a problem (laughs) you know you have to be happy you have to be happy if you're in a marriage and and she's frigid and you're not happy then why stay in the marriage i know but it's easy to say this and this is this is what i'm okay so what i what i started this whole thing because my sister and i was just oh no i like what you're saying lana no but because my suspicions were it's like yes why because you have 50 percent of your shit of course i get it but but like that's why stay in a marriage and i get it yes don't but um but there's so I like the, again it's such a huge trend um so one thing i'm curious about is you know i've had times in my life where i have not been sexually turned on you know where i'm like in re- a committed relationship and i'm so focused on something else or whatever and and um I've been in this place of being like very almost kind of what he, these women sort of seem to me to be, uh, you know, like sort of cold and, you know, frigid and like sex seems kind of like a chore and obligation and blah, blah, blah. And, and I guess for me, when I, when I look at sort of my own analysis of my own psychology in that state is that I feel like I'm, there's a disconnect between myself, you know, and I'm not, there's something going on where, in hindsight, where I, I wasn't really living true to myself or I wasn't... Um, like you were in denial or you were blocking yeah, something. That yeah, it from- all had to do with, and had no, nothing even to do with the partnership. It's It was me as a woman, as an independent, as like an autonomous human being, not living my dharma, not doing, you know what I mean? Or like that I wasn't out there in the way I needed to be. Or I wasn't having the courage to do what I needed to do. And so there was something that was keeping me out of integrity with myself. And it turned me, it turned me into a cold, sexually cold person. And so one thing I was curious about and none of us know the answer to this, but I pose it to our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. If anybody has experience with it, one thing I'm curious about is I'm wondering if this trend that these guys are talking about is coming from women who possibly, um, maybe these particular women aren't comfortable fully, only solely being mothers or something, or maybe they do need some other outlet for themselves. She might that be they thinking about some other dude too. She might be possible too. Yeah, wanting but, something that isn't in her bedroom at the same ooh, time. I yeah, know. And, and I know. you know, yeah. Like, look, I think and she all, doesn't feel entitled to say that. And he's like, why can't we just keep boning? And you're like, because I'm bored, motherfucker. Yeah, because your <laughs> cock isn't good anymore. Like, I want to... I want to lick it about as much as I want to lick the toilet. Get away. You know, like it just. But and do women have that space to express? Can I? I just wanted I, I, to I, add. I, but I just you're missing the point. Wait, I but just, and I'm not. I heard you. I sorry. I, no, go but ahead. I no, but I didn't get to some. Well, never mind. Whatever. <laughs> no, sorry. Finish, no, finish. Finish. no, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> but no. All right. I know. Well, now I shut you down. I, I, yeah. Well, whatever. It's fine. Well, so I'll just Clearly, say this. The sex will be terrible tonight. Yeah. <laughs> There's no communication. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just shutting you out. It's gotten intense. No, but I like what Lana you hit on something that's I think that there's great fear around this idea of like if we divorce then then everything gets split up and I lose everything I've been building I think that is the huge block oh it's hard look let me tell you when you have children it's it was it's a really hard journey to go through because you know what I realized too I mean divorce now now I have my love has changed okay but divorce I always thought of it like it was this horrible end of like death of love. Just, oh my God. 
it wasn't that when it happened. It was the death of the future with that you planned mm. with that person. And that's a really hard thing An to idea, accept. Yeah. And also it's like, yeah, you built all this cool future. Like you built a house together and now you got to debate who's going to keep the cool blue vase that you got 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And that just, it sucks. But you know what? It's better than, than going and getting a handy from some stranger and wondering if the guy still like is going to bring home herpes. Like, it's just not well, worth... Or feeling, okay, yeah, relax, feeling numb. He's not going to get herpes from a hand job. I, no, not from a hand job. But, I mean, look, I just... You just... When you trust somebody with your body, you're trusting them to have their body for you. That's... In my mind, that's what those vows are saying. I I mean, maybe for other people, it's not. And if you have an open conversation and, and your partner is willing to allow some yeah. openness in the relationship, that's cool. And if not, then, and you don't want to be in that, you don't want to be there. Yeah. And, yeah, and I get out it. Of the numb state. I get it. I mean, I, 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 I hear what you're saying and I agree with you guys, but I'm going to have to agree to disagree also in that I think it's easy to run. I, and I'm not, mm. no, you need to get the fuck out when you need to get the fuck out. I'm all for it. I'm not saying let's not. Right. No, don't burn divorce. every bridge. Don't, no. don't run. But, but, it. It, but it's easy. If you, we follow that philosophy, then it's easy to just cut and run from everything. And what no. I'm saying is it seems like there is definitely a trend in sexuality in america where there is a death of intimacy and i was just i was posing these so questions we, to yeah. sort of explore no, i just think what what i was saying isn't i'm not trying to assign blame or anything i'm just saying that as soon as you stray from the relationship sexually don't be surprised if she doesn't want to touch you yeah both because it, she it, might it not, stuff in both yeah areas. she might not know but she's gonna know and it just in my mind that's really like if there was a point in the relationship where you might have been able to steer the ship in a different way by being honest and open and, and you know, with what you want and then maybe trying to rebuild, like, you know, getting, okay, so you've had a couple of kids and she seems a little out of it or she hasn't, maybe, you know, things change in your body as you get older. Like you pointed out, like guys Hormone sometimes cycle. lose their ability to even fuck at some point. Like they need that pill or whatever. I don't even know. Like things change. Yeah. So we need to, as you age together, there's there's a journey that you take together. She might be getting close to the menopause. I don't know. I haven't done that. But women's bodies change. Hormones. Right. You know, so I would die to have a panel of my of my ex clients wives on. <laughs> I would simply die. <laughs> and every one of them is going to have a different thought and a different I opinion. I know, I know. And, and I maybe some of them were getting some on the side from somebody else. Oops, that I, would be amazing. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I have a friend who's amazing and you would never know. She's not happily married, but they don't want to break up because of the kid. And she has a boy toy on the side. Yeah. And, and that's she, like an and agreement. He, and they, Well, no, they don't really oh. talk about it because she knows he brings other people. Yeah. And she it's has an him. And, an unspoken agreement. And they stay together. I mean, they made it work in a way that that works for them but they, they kind of both know right you there's know, like, like a nod like yeah, i don't want I don't, yeah a fear they, to talk about it they but. don't want to separate yeah people do all kinds of things you know i i never thought i'd be that woman either where i would turn my head and allow but i i knew something had gone i'd like like you just i i you want things to work so bad sometimes you'll do things you never thought you would do and so these guys maybe they don't know what that woman would say if given enough time and courtesy because she might say, you know what? I don't want this to break up either. Go get a handy or a BJ. I'm happy to not have to do it. Ooh, I love that word courtesy because I, I had relationships where it was like, I ended up not mad or ang I ended up not angry with the person because of the courtesy they 
offered me, like the way that they communicated with me, I couldn't be angry. Whereas on the outside, someone would go, that's cheating or that's rude. And I go, yeah, but there was something so honest about their approach. Like, right. I can't be mad. Right. <laughs> they were so polite sense. in and their, you know, expression of desire. Like, at this point in my life, I'm not looking, whenever I back out and whatever, I'm, I'm not looking for a, a relationship, right? So if some guy, if I'm going to date some guy, I'm not looking to get married. So I don't care if he's doing something else. It doesn't matter to Interesting. me because I'm not going to be married to you. We're not taking a vow. Now, if we sit down after, something after a while yeah. together and we're like, okay, we're going to be together and this is going to be exclusive and I'm ready to be exclusive with you and you're ready, then that changes everything. When all of a sudden now you're not you're not fucking with a condom because you're exclusive and you know they're clean and everything's good and you're going to do this for a while. But as soon as they step outside, then you're like, fuck. <laughs> you're, you're no longer in the safe circle. Yeah, yeah. that's my thought. I don't know. Everybody's no, different, but I'm also for sharing new your to the whole, the whole world of that. So <laughs> there's a whole different world in dating. And women, I love that. I love how like liberated you guys are and open and like... Thank you. Yeah, sexually successful. It's good. Sexually successful. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm putting it on my resume. I like yeah. the sound of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Hysterical. Sexually successful. Awesome. It's really good. It's important. <laughs> yeah. You got to own it. It's yeah. Good. So. Okay. Well, I, I think I think we're wrapping. That was a pretty full <laughs> session. That was, a good, that was, that was an this? amazingly full yeah. session. It was beautiful. Oh, my God. Yes, we need a song. Oh, God, can, yes. Can, can we do one? We're going to do a we're mini. No, 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 no. Let's end. Okay. Let's, 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 let's do the song. Yes, we do. So, so. We, I think all of this was about kind of taking stock in the, uh, with yourself and where you are <laughs> at, at, in fall, like fall is coming after summer. And I feel like that's a really cathartic time. And so anyway, Lana is going to share a song with us. Um, why don't we close out and then I'm going to pass my mic over to her guitar. Oh yes. Sound good. Okay. okay. So, okay. uh, one more time we're talking with Lana Turner, uh, with an H. So at <laughs> Lana, L-A-H-N-A Turner. Um, who is a comedian and actress and has this new um, album coming out soon. Lime Lime Aid. Aid. New movie, yeah. I'm very yeah, excited. visual album. And uh, what else? Oh, advice at TA Talk Sex. If you guys have any questions or thoughts or want to comment on our on our episode. Um, and please take the time to write us a review on iTunes if you are vibing with the information that we're sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear people's comments on this stuff. Oh my yeah, God. Exactly. I'm sure people are like sitting right now listening going, oh, oh, I can yeah. totally know this. Yeah, 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 that's not the case. That bitch wouldn't fuck me. She wouldn't touch me for years. <laughs> You're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, now that we've spilled our guts, yeah. feel free to share Spill yours. yours. <laughs> we really want to hear. <laughs> All right, so we're going to hear a really great song from Lana. Song. Let's pass over the mic. You know, like going through... The breakup, like, I first, I, I was like, oh, my God, he'll be with somebody else, you know? And then you, the, you talk about the new beginnings or the journey. So now I'm at a place where I'm like, I don't care. I would take his dick and stick it in someone's out. <laughs> like, I would put it in somebody else for him. Yeah, maybe like, even for I him to push. find some more happiness, too. No, You're like, just, find yourself. I don't want to. I'm I'm never going to fuck that again. Put right. it in somebody. I, here you go. I'm done. So <laughs> this is sort of about that. This is a new journey. So here you go. There's a mountain, a wall, a great big sea, which represents the loss between you and me. As my heart falls apart, my brain hurts to feel, can't believe we're over and this is for real. It hurts so much being lovesick, it'll get better once I get some news.
dick. <laughs> I'm so lonely since you left me alone. I'm so pathetic looking at my phone. I'm so sad, feeling so sorry, but it's been a long time. Now I'm just fucking horny. <laughs> Cause it hurts so much being lovesick. It'll get better once I get some new dick. <laughs> Alright, this is all my limeate, guys. Okay, so you can check this out. <laughs> and fellas, if you're not nice to your woman, she might feel like this right now, okay? So get ready. <laughs> that new dick will be thicker, bigger, and better. I'll Fuck it harder, longer, and wetter. I loved you more than all the tea in China, but I'll forget that when he's pounding my vagina. <laughs> oh, it'll get better with that new dick in my mouth. My pussy, my butt between my titties, no doubt. I won't think of you when I ride my new man when he's making me come again and again. <laughs> I'll no longer feel lovesick once I get my hands on that new dick. dick. <laughs> I love, oh my god, it's the best. <laughs> New beginnings, guys. <laughs> Hilarious. I found it, it's uh, it's kind of, turn, it turns you on. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. New to be thicker, bigger, and the tits and the... Yeah, I'm excited for all that beautiful dick out there. You know, I don't know that I've ever played it anywhere else before. I can't remember, wow. so this might have been a first time. Oh, my God. So there you go. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank a little, you. A little Beautiful. premiere. <laughs> and, what, and what is that song titled? New dick. It is. New dick. <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can find it right now. I'm not supposed to talk about that, but you guys, your little audience can find it. Um, yeah. If you look up Limeade, Lana Turner, it'll come up on iTunes and CD Baby and uh, a couple other places where you can download it. Um, but like we're kind of keeping that quiet until the movie comes out because yeah. the movie is fucking awesome. I'm so excited. So I feel like um, newly single ladies, you know, if you're needing a little inspiration um, you know to what, liberate girls? yourself. You need to take me out and reintroduce me to the dating world. How about that? We would you love me. We help introduce me to yes. everybody. Yes. Yes. You and girls, I think I need you in my life. <laughs> we're there for you. Yeah, okay. we're ready. All right. I'm sincere. Yeah. And then we'll come back on the show and discuss new discoveries. Let's, for let's go get scrubbed at the Korean spa and go find some dick. That's what <laughs> we're <laughs> Some new dick. New dick. All right. We have to go find dick so we're gonna say bye uh, for now uh, thank you, you everyone awesome. for listening thank, thank you, you. Lana. yeah Love this you. has been Lana Turner on TNA Talk Sex thank I'm you. T and I'm A <laughs>